won't answer that. Ring, 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 ring. Another missed call. He won't answer his phone. Really sorry I missed y'all. Really sorry I missed y'all. Should've hit the brick. Won't answer that. Ring, 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 ring. Another missed call. He won't answer his phone. Really sorry I missed y'all. Really sorry I missed y'all. Should've hit the brick. Good afternoon, happy Wednesday, welcome to Indeed, it's the independent wrestling podcast here on Fightful Overbooked. I'm Mike, here to talk some independent wrestling with my amazing co-host, Righteous Reg. Uh, as you saw by the clip from the beginning of the video, I didn't die, I'm alive here. Uh, it is Wednesday, September 6th, and I am sitting at my desk, so uh, our guest today didn't kill me, which is fantastic. Uh, but before we get to talking about him, how are you doing today, Reg? I am doing pretty well. It's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, media man, Righteous Reg in the building. Very excited to be here. It's been a long week. I finally got some rest, finally caught up on the California time after spending some time in Chicago. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you're a really, really busy weekend. Uh, yeah, it, uh, I, yeah, I talked to you throughout it. Sounded like uh, you got up to some fun shit pretty much the whole time you were there. So yeah. that's fantastic. But uh, we're not here to talk about you. We're here no. to talk. To our wonderful guest sitting below me yeah. right now, uh, Big Ben Ortmans. How are you doing today, Ben? I am doing very well. Uh, I'm excited for uh, season two of Uproar to begin tonight. Uh, it was fun getting back to mm -hmm. work uh, on on Friday and and getting back into the studio and and getting these tapings done. And uh, this is. You know, it's a it's a very stressful gig, uh, kind of trying to put together a, a weekly show that I'm sure that we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, it just it felt very good to get back to work, and I'm uh, I'm excited for everybody to see what we've been what we've been working on because we've been, you know, we've obviously got stories that you know that we've been telling in our first season, you know, that will carry over into our second. We have new ones starting. We have new talent uh, starting. We have uh, updated production stuff that you'll see um, that you've already seen so far and just uh some of the stuff that we've put out so far so i'm, I'm excited for everybody to, to check it out and uh just in honor of my uh celebratory of having you know episode one air tonight i hope you guys don't mind but i'm gonna have a little bit of a celebratory hey. steve weiser i don't normally <laughs> drink but i feel like if there was ever a uh, a day to to enjoy one. This is going to be it. So uh, so cheers, guys. Cheers. Uh, hey, you talk about the uh, the return. I want to know about um, how important is it to have a break between all of this stuff? Because you know, wrestling, we are used to just like constantly fifty two weeks a year. Every week, you're it's pro wrestling. But how important is it to to have a break in between to kind of you know get everything straight again before you go back into it? That's a great question. Um, I planned the break just because I didn't really. So I'll be honest, like when we started the season, I didn't really have like a plan for like an end of a season. I just mm -hmm. knew that we were getting to a point where it was just like the show needed a break. The talent needed a break. I needed a break. Uh, so I just kind of made the decision to, to have seasons. And, you know, I, I not that it was my I, uh, it's not something I invented. I completely stole it from C4. You know, I like to or borrowed. You know, they're good friends of ours. Right. Uh, blatantly stole rather. <laughs> um, but, you know, for, for me, I, I definitely needed it just because um, if I'm being completely honest, it, like I've said, it, it, it's a very difficult 
task to put together a weekly television show essentially on no budget um you know like the tickets are very very inexpensive and that's done for a reason so then that way we can try to get you know repeat customers and have them come back every other friday because you know if we were to charge you know typical show prices for you know every single other friday that's that's a lot you know mm-hmm. so we're trying to make things affordable for for people so uh when your income is only uh, as little as it is then you know it just it, it, it's it's tough so um we did the best that we could and i thought that we put together an absolutely incredible project uh an incredible first season we were super lucky to have you know veda scott and speedball mike bailey be mm-hmm. unbelievably excited to to be a part of the commentating team and really help us get some extra eyeballs on it that maybe it wouldn't have otherwise, if I'm being completely honest. Um, so it's the, but going back to your original question, the break was super important for me. Cause again, I was kind of getting to the burnout stage. Now, yeah. what I didn't see coming was that I was hoping to kind of actually take a break, you know, and like do nothing. What I didn't expect was that some personal stuff happened with my business partner where he needed to kind of exit the business side of things. So I kind of, I've been taking over the like crossbody studios by myself essentially. And you know, our other coach, Tyler Thomas was gone for the summer. Cause you know, he's, he's a good boy and he, uh, he works with youth camps and whatnot. And uh, that's what he does. So it left a lot on my plate at like, this really strange time when I was hoping to do nothing, but you know, it, it's, it's been nonstop ever since. And now I'm in that period where I'm juggling both. So it's even more on my plate. Uh, so if anybody ever wonders why I'm like hard to get a hold of, or like just randomly stressed out, <laughs> if I'm just like having a conversation and just, you know, have like a Tourette's moment where I'm just like, just a lot of hours, man. That's just a lot of hours I put in, but, uh, but, but it's a labor of love, you know? And, and that's really what it boils down to. Like to answer your question, I love, love, love what I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you are, you know, you kind of spoke about some of the challenges of coming up with a weekly show. So for those that aren't really familiar, um, you know, kind of the quick, quick film crossbody pro wrestling uproar. You, you know, you're essentially running a weekly uh, broadcast on YouTube that is on a every two week taping schedule. Uh, Correct. So and we every- tape two episodes every mm-hmm. uh, every time that we tape. So then that way we keep a actual uh, a, a weekly episodic schedule uh-huh. going, which is obviously the plan. Hi, Demand Lucha. Ah, uh, man, I appreciate that, Demand Lucha. Thank you very, very much. Um, of course, Lawrence. Hi, Lawrence. Ah, Lawrence. Good guy. <laughs> uh, very good guy. Um, but yeah, so sorry, go, I, I, I was caught off by the, by the nice comments there. Sorry. The, the question <laughs> again was, so, uh, so I was kind of breaking down like the taping schedule. Uh, I was obviously, oh, like, yeah. I, was, I was at the first, you know, I was at the first, uh, the taping of the first two episodes last week on Friday. Uh, you mentioned also, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to kind of build some, you know, make, make things so people would want to come back and a- able to, you know, be regular there. And I did notice from the season finale, nice two month break. And then came back last week, and I saw so many people there last week that I remember their face from the season finale. And then a lot of new people, too, that I hadn't seen before, which was very cool. Um, yeah. But but with so with having to, you know, this two week schedule, uh, you know, what's the 
how how much time are you spending on like uh, you know coming up with uh, you know storylines and you know uh, the creative process for uh, coming up with the show? Not to give too too much away, but I I don't just have a time where I sit down and just be like, well, I'm going to book today's episode. Like that's just not how my brain processes. Like I okay. I'm very much a um, when it like I, I just I, I constantly think about it you know like I'm my wheels are constantly spinning like you can you can ask the people that I I, I work with you can ask like my my students you can ask my girlfriend like I'm just it doesn't escape me ever so like I'm just constantly just in a thought process about all of this stuff right so sometimes like in just like the most random circumstance like something will come to me and you know that's how I feel not only my best work as uh as like a writer. Uh, but it, I feel like it's also just my, my best work as like a coach as well. Uh, and just like a producer and just someone who's trying to genuinely, uh, do what I can to help elevate like our younger talent within the area, especially like the ones that are putting the effort in, uh, that want to be elevated and want to kind of get themselves to that next level. It's just, it's, um, I, I, it has to come organically, you know, yeah. and like when the, the, the thoughts and like the ideas come organically and I have those thoughts and then all of a sudden I'm just like, it, it kind of gives you that like emotional, like adrenaline rush. I know that if it does that for me, it'll do that for somebody else. Right. Uh, and that's kind of how I try to think about stuff. Like, you know, so, sometimes you run out of time and you kind of just have to put something together. Obviously that happens, but, um, <laughs> Like to give you an example, uh, I, I'm I very much love a long game story. I love I love planting seeds. I love dangling things in front of people's mm -hmm. faces where they don't even have the slightest idea that it's been dangling in front of them the entire time. I love that shit. I love it. Sorry, am I allowed to cuss? By the way. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. I'll try not to do it excessively, but uh, but I just I love that shit, and I and I love coming up with those ideas. Um, so when they come to me organically, and I feel that they've got something, like if if it if it moves me somehow, I usually tend to to go with my gut and my heart. Uh, there are other times when I try to listen to other people's ideas, just because I I, I also. I know that I don't know everything. And I feel like that is a, a strength of mine because um, another example, just an example of that, uh, my student, Nilo Reyes, you know, I don't think anybody has worked with that young man as much as I have. And um, when he was coming up and he was trying to figure out what his gimmick was going to be, he was having a difficult time putting something together. And then I just remember the one night just being like, dude, you have to be an anime guy. Like I listen, I don't, understand anime i've never watched a single episode of anime i don't dislike anime it's just not it's not in my wheel well you know what i mean mm -hmm. i don't understand it what i do know is that a lot of people do yeah just because i don't get it doesn't mean that an obscene amount of people don't get it and i'm smart enough to know that so my whole thought process was is just like if you were to be like a real life anime character if one kid, and I guarantee if there's, if there is a kid in there, that kid's going to look at Nilo and be like, that's a real life thing that I watch. Like, mm -hmm. that's a, wow. Like, you, you know, and that's 
oddly enough, the very first taping that we had for Uproar, which was his first match, uh, there was a kid down there, like in the audience, and he was crying because, and he was telling his like mom, who ended up telling a friend of ours at the door, that she was like her son was just blown away that this thing that she that he like watched on TV and just didn't ever think that he could like talk to a real life version of it was like in front of him. And I know that that might sound crazy, but it's not at, at all at the same time, because if people love that stuff and they can relate to that stuff and it makes them feel something, that is absolutely what we're trying to do here. And just because I don't get it doesn't mean that I don't want it a part of my my universe for other people to enjoy it. So I do get input from other people and I'm definitely smart enough and um, been a lot more lenient towards ideas uh, coming in uh, a lot, especially like in the last half of the season and like even going forward. Um, like, again, not to be too inside baseball, but if you do watch uh, Uproar, Mike Flash is like my is my underground heater that if it wasn't for him, I don't know if it, the show would be even close to as good as it is just because of the ideas that he's put forth and the effort he's put forth. And, you know, Mike and I go back a long way. So I, he was just I trusted his creativity and ideas. And what a lot of people don't know about Mike, if you haven't like done any like research on Mike, if you probably why would you if you just watch uproar or whatever? Um, he was a writer for the Edge and Christian show. You know, like the dude's got chops. Like mm. if you okay. if you've ever been to a movie theater in Canada, you've heard Mike. Uh, he is his like he's a voiceover guy as well. Um, you would know Mike's oh, voice very well. He's the guy that tells you not to be a Tommy texter. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Oh no, I've yeah, no, I have I know exactly the yeah, I'm familiar with this PSA at the beginning of like every movie I saw for a, a good run there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you know, like he's like like I said, like he's a genius, like an absolute creative genius. And like I was oh. so thankful that he was uh, like on board with us for the for that first season because again, um having somebody that understands my creativity and my craziness at the same time was just a, a fantastic, uh, like ying to my yang. So like crossbody is so crossbody's been around now for, you know, what I think 2016, 2016, 2017, I think about, uh, you know, going on seven years now. Right. Uh, are you talking about October the promotion 1st? or the gym? The I was going to say well, that the, the promotion, promotion is coming up on seven years, seven years. Right. <laughs> so but, the reason um, why we're doing the show on the Sunday is because that is the actual birthday of our show. Like we oh, our wow, very okay. first show mm -hmm. was uh, October 1st, 2016. I believe it was. Mm. Yeah. Cause we yeah. started the gym in 2014. Yes. So October 1st, 2016 was our very, very first show ever. So that's why it was super important to me to do it on the, the Sunday. Had I known that AEW was going to be doing a Japanese pay-per-view, that'd be a different story. But um, but thankfully, we have an AEW talent that is going to be on our show for that one as well. So Sweet. Hey, let's yes. go. And uh, I do want to talk about that in a moment. But uh, yes. so starting in 2016, Uproar's in season, uh, you know, we're getting into season two of Uproar. Where like when did the idea to actually you know do the sh do the weekly uproar show like what did that all stem from great question um so 
I was just doing like shows, you know, like mm. kind of like 10 shows a year kind of thing when we first started. Mm -hmm. um, and then I really wanted to, it kind of, it kind of drifted away from what the original idea was. Cause the original idea was to have like, have a place for our students to wrestle and to kind of bring in like some talented friends of mine to kind of help build the entire thing. But at the same time too, um, you know, a big goal of mine was to kind of try to give our audience something different than what they were getting from the other company that was in the area. Just not to be an asshole. It was literally just to separate ourselves from them, just to kind of not to try to, if anything, I didn't want to be in competition with them. And I still don't want to be, in, I don't want to be in competition with anybody other than myself. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, like they had a very old school style of, uh, of doing things and like a very, uh, like a, like an eighties style, I guess, uh, would be the best way to explain it. Um, and I was really hoping to provide like this newer, like hybrid indie, like fucking hard work. Let's go like a strong style. Like, you know, like I, I wanted to be just completely different. And because, you know, at the time I saw MMA coming into pro wrestling and I just knew that that was going to be a thing. And I knew that it was going to integrate itself in and be like a gigantic part of the business going forward. So I kind of wanted to lean towards that as well. So again, like that was the thought process, but we, by the time that we got to the show, I just didn't have enough students that were ready to be a part of it. And then it kind of got away from that because I had to just bring in guys, you know, like there was a couple of students that were on there, but certainly not enough to fill a show. Then once it got to the point where, you know, like we had enough students to fill a show and then there was all these other young people that really wanted opportunity that I couldn't provide opportunity to. Uh, I was remember talking to Holden Albright and we were kind of like it was originally his idea. Like he wanted to do something along the lines of like a weekly show for like the younger guys. But the way that he kind of pitched it to me, it just didn't really work at the time. Uh, and it just it just didn't at the time it didn't work. And then I think it was like a year later. Um, I was rem remembering his idea that he pitched to me. And then it, I kind of just started thinking of ways that I could kind of put my own spin on it. And it wasn't to make it different than his. It was just like, well, if I was going to do it, like I would want to do it this way and blah, 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 blah. So what ended up happening was, is uh, I created this thing called the showcase series. So the showcase series essentially became a place for younger talent and like talent that was still on the way up to come and get a bi-weekly spot. And that's where we started the every other Friday shows. Um, you know, Holden Albright was doing every other Friday. Alexia was doing every other Friday. Like Fuerza was on damn near every single show. Like there was a like if you look at who came and who stemmed from that entire like group of shows like when when crossbody like i think it was at one point in time if i remember correctly between regular shows showcase series shows um i think in like i i had had like 60 shows or something like that in the course of like a year and a half like it was it was kind of bonkers like the number of shows that we had done and just the amount of growth that like everybody in our team had 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 made so um once the pandemic hit there was you know there was nothing and then once we came back from the pandemic it became uh a very much a 
how do we go about this kind of a thing? Um, so I, I remember putting together like this TV taping that we were going to do that we had, uh, you know, kind of long story short, I was actually like working with the the province and like the city of Kitchener to kind of help put a plan together for people to start coming back. And it was like to kind of make sure that everybody would be safe and everything. Like mm -hmm. uh, I was basically helping like the live events department, like create their comeback stuff. So helped them out, got everything kind of moving forward on that. Um, got permission from all of the parties that were involved. Uh, they were going to come and be a part of the, the studio taping. Um, we had like, I had everybody's matches planned throughout this eight hour period where like this match would be in through this block of time and then they got to go. So that way the next batch comes in the building and, and whatnot. Like it was, and I even had like a, a way for fans to be a part of it. Like it was very well, uh, like put together. And then like a week before we were set to do it, they pulled the plug. I can't remember why, but they pulled the plug. Oh, was that the uh, was that like the second wave Ontario lockdown for Omicron? I want to. I, I, you're pro you're probably right because it was close to the end. I was, um, yeah. Because but I, uh, then, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just... I was trying to give myself an excuse to drink, but that's. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, Mike. Mike. I'm sorry. I should have chopped them harder, Reg. Yeah, I know. See, uh, you know for no. next time. <laughs> no, Tying no. this all around. No, mm -hmm. I couldn't. Um, do I couldn't do chest press till like yesterday. <laughs> but you're good, right? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Vince, like Hell genuinely yeah. concerned for a sec there. But you're good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't get. Yeah, it didn't film any waiver before I took that. You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not in this business. Uh, no, but uh, sorry, where would I? Where did I leave off at there before we got sidetracked? Uh, I'm having uh, a bit of a mental burp um, here. So, uh, 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 you were, yeah, the show got pulled right before you're going to do the big right. Uh, so, show. thank you guys. Uh, so when it came time to kind of like where we got like the you know go ahead to like actually move forward with things and start to welcome people back. You know, like we waited, like I was like, I'm not being, it's funny. Cause I was like one of, I was trying to be the first person to like come back. But then when we were allowed to come back, I was like, Don't I'm going to be the last, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be the last motherfucker coming back. Cause I, I put too much work into this shit and I've already been shut down so many times. I'm like, nope. So then everything was starting to be cool and everybody seemed to be all right. So then uh, I remember I put together like this three show month where the first uh, the first show we did a fundraiser for uh, for Hacker and his family where we raised it was like thirteen hundred bucks for them or something like that. It was a good number. Um, and then the second week we did a uh, a fundraiser for Danhausen who had just broken his leg, mm -hmm. and this was right in between that time where uh, Ring of Honor he was in Ring of Honor and then they shut down, and it was right before he had gotten signed to AEW. So like there was like this lull where it was, he had nothing, and it was like Christmas time and. Uh, if you know anything about crossbody, like Dan Housen is probably one of the guys that helped put us on the map. Uh, and I'll be forever like thankful for Dan Housen. So, uh, when the opportunity came about to try to help him when he was in a time of need, I was, just, I was, I was wanted to do what I could for him. And then the week afterwards, we did a fundraiser for the, uh, humane society in, in Cambridge. Oh, nice. So then once we got past that, I was trying to figure like um, I remember we took a couple more months off and then I was trying to just figure out what the hell to do. And then uh, 
we had had a couple of shows and then I remember like things got bad financially, like real bad financially. Like I lost my ass. Like I lost if, because the, I, I'd never had a single sponsor, you know, I, I was literally doing it all out of pocket. And there were like two shows back to back where I just, I lost my ass and I had to like, kind of call it wraps for a little while. And then I was trying to figure out whether or not I was just going to shut it down for good or if I was going to move forward. And then if I was going to move forward, how would I go about it? And then I was trying to figure out a way that I could kind of combine what I was doing <clears throat> with the, the showcase series with the big show and make them a thing, you know? Uh, so that's when I came up with the concept of uproar. And then when I came up with this concept, I was just, you know, if, you know anything about me like one of my best friends is speedball mike bailey and like we you know uh talk a lot and obviously talk a lot about our ideas and wrestling and then that was one that came up immediately and then we've just kind of going back and forth on you know what we would be able to do to make it work and then i was just like well you know like fuck, i need a commentating team and i was i was even though he's like one of my best friends i wasn't gonna have the balls to ask him to do it mm -hmm. uh but then he asked me if they could do it and I wasn't going to say no to that. So um, when I realized that I kind of had all of these different perfect puzzle pieces to kind of actually move forward with a project like this, I decided that, you know, like I, I, I like to be an innovator. Um, you see there's plenty of showcase series babies that are uh, out throughout Ontario and like throughout on like Canada now at this point. Uh, and like, it's to the point where like, I actually appreciate that they call them showcases and like, uh, or like showcase series. I've seen them. Uh, and it's kind of like, I don't even take offense to it or like get mad at it. I I'm, I'm very flattered by it. Uh, but I wanted to innovate something else and do something else that nobody was doing. So I figured let's do the fucking weekly thing. Um, because I don't know of any other independent company that does a weekly project and my entire production background that I was doing was working in a weekly television format. So what better way for me to help build the, the youth of wrestling around our area, get the, the word out about Canadian pro wrestling and like at the same time, give Canadian pro wrestling a platform for people to be able to watch something on a weekly basis so then that way they can kind of see what the hell we are and what we're about, you know? Um, everybody, everybody has been, you know, kind of spouting off, and, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like kind of saying, it's just like, hey, look at Canada, look at us. Like we've got the best talent in the world or whatever, what have you. Like we need more eyeballs on us. Well, I put my money where my mouth was and said, all right, let's go. Uh, here's the platform, everybody. And the funny thing is, is that Canada in like statistically, as far as who watches uproar is like the third most, uh, as far as like who watches, like the, they're in third, as far as like where the, the views come from. So, uh, it oddly does get watched all over the world. So that's kind of a nice thing to, to be able to provide for our, the guys that are on our roster and for our production staff that works their ass off, uh, on all of this stuff, you know? Absolutely. I've, uh, I've met like pretty much most of the crew around there now and everyone's just like super nice, always happy to be there. Everyone's mm -hmm. always trying to help out everyone's, you know, like I haven't 
I haven't had a conversation with anyone where they've been like had complaints or anything like that. Um, you know, shout out to uh, cameraman Dylan, by the way. Uh, had a chatting with him outside for like far too long last week, but uh, he's, uh, camera- he's a gem. What? So you said Canada's number three. What are number one and two? Where are you? Where Where is the most viewership for Crossbody? Uh, like for uproar coming from? Uh, the last time that I looked, it was UK and America. It went mm, UK, okay. America, Canada, uh, India, Japan. Wow. Ooh. Those were the those were the top five, and I thought that that was kind of like funny but cool at the same time because i was just like okay so it's it's funny that you know i'm trying to provide this canadian content for everybody to watch and canada doesn't even (laughs) like really watch it uh because you can you know that a lot of the views are just coming from the boys and like their friends and family and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so uh so shout out to the people that you know say support canadian wrestling and then completely don't (laughs) yep Oh, that's a whole other can of worms right there, mm-hmm. man. That's uh, oh, sorry. Did I crack a can of worms? <laughs> oh, my bad. Hey, hey, you can you can do whatever you want with that can of worms. That's mm-hmm. that, this is hey the floor. It, but uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it. Um, I that is you know that is something. Uh, it is kind of a point of discussion always. Though, like every time we have a Canadian guest on here, it's like you know, the hardships of being up here in Canada, mm. being a wrestler in Canada, let alone a promotion in Canada, also like, you know, trying to get eyeballs on you. Um, so I, you know, it is one of the things that I do like so much about crossbody is that you're, you know, you not only have the Academy where you're training Canadian, you know, training the next, you know, future Canadian wrestling stars, but then you have this like uproar now for something for them kind of to work towards while they're training because, Obviously, you know, better, you know, that your your more your higher end students do end up getting onto the shows, but then also they kind of get this aspect of training with the idea of being filmed mm-hmm. in mind. So, like, how much does that play into uh, the training that you're doing at the academy? A lot, like, like probably for the most part. Like, um, if it's 2023. If Mm. you as a coach are not teaching your students how to wrestle on television, you are teaching them wrestling incorrectly and you are setting them up for failure immediately because the reality is all of wrestling is for television nowadays. Mm -hmm. All of it's filmed for something for somewhere. If you do not as a performer understand where your hard camera is, if you do not know where your roaming cameras are, if you do not know what your times are, what your entrance times are, what your match times are, what your outro times are. If you don't know those, that is a very, very large problem. Um, So with that in mind, I absolutely, that's how we train our guys. Like when we train for like a specific spot or something like that, we train with, you know, and this is kind of where our kids are lucky because like our ring stays where it is like as far as like the you know the the tapings go so they know where hard cam is you know we keep everything for the most part set up because at the same time i'm also a firm believer in uh like repetition and also at the same time being familiar you know uh if you're training in the same like 
frame, like television style studio that you're going to eventually do your matches in, then how are you going to be any more comfortable and kind of try to get to know your surroundings better than that? You know, like it's very clear whenever we go over a lot of our stuff, it's just like we, we basically go over things with television in mind, with hard cam in mind, with roamers in mind and stuff like that. So it's a very, very huge part of the training. That's pretty amazing. It starts at like the wrestlers are starting out uh, TV ready, as they say, uh, which kind of separates them from the from the pack a little bit. I think, and it's just my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. I think you have to be because the right. reality is, is people are getting opportunities far more quicker than, uh, oh you know, people I, like I ever did when I first started. There were some you know, people I, on dark after like three matches or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, there's there's even people like it's. And, and I'm not trying to put them on blast, but I mean, like whenever like the WWE comes to town and whenever they have for like the last 10 years, the majority of the kids that get work there are Santino's kids who have either barely had a match or had like two matches. And mm -hmm. um, and it's great on them. You know, they, they found that they're in. But at the same time, that's just not how it was when I first started. Right. When I first started, like you, if you were not the best dude in your area, you weren't getting looked at by them because they wanted the top. They wanted people that were, that were ready, you know? So nowadays it's a different story. Like they want people, they would almost rather get you younger. So then that right. way they can mold you and not have to eat away all of your bad habits. They would rather try to create good habits and their habits, you know, while you're still young and still have that potential. So if you don't get them ready for that now, I just think that you're, you're not setting them up for that opportunity to have it all. Right. I think that's a, uh, yeah, it's a smart approach. Cause like, you know, like you mentioned, you look on IWTV, you know, IWTV or Fight Plus or, you know, even YouTube, and there are mm -hmm. hundreds of promotions now where it's like oh, pretty much everybody is filming something in some way, shape or form. So like having yeah. that having that knowledge from the onset is only going to be, I think, more beneficial, especially like it's only going to happen more as time progresses. Right. I don't exactly. think, and I you don't know think that less places will stream. You, you know that phrase like dress for the job you want, not for the mm -hmm. one that you have. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of a similar approach. Where do if if you're a wrestler, chances are you want to wrestle on television, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to be ready for it when the time comes? You know, it's the same thing. Hundred uh, percent. Can we get to this chat real quick here? Uh, SP3 yeah. opt in to say shout out to the homies, Reg and Mike. Got to meet Mike now that I checked off Reg in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I did see that picture. Ah, oh, man. I, I And uh, then also, uh, nice to meet Ben and support Crossbody Pro Wrestling. Here we go. Thanks, Thanks SP3. Appreciate it. SP3, yeah. one of the nicest people out here, honestly. 1,000%. Yeah, one of the coolest people out here. Yeah, got a nice, uh, another nice one here. Shout out to Crossbody Pro Wrestling. Curating a community for both uh, for talent, both students getting a showcase in Canadian and international indie talent to shine, gaining exposure on a major scale. Especially online. Wow. And uh, thank you. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we do have the season premiere of Uproar tonight coming up. Uh, I've got four, uh, four cool matches on the docket for that. And we did also touch on the seven year anniversary show. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, you know, featured kind of across both Uproar and definitely uh, featured at the seven-year anniversary show. You've got, a, you know, uh, always some cross-body pro wrestling students and alumni. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, who who are some of the people who've, like, come out of the school that you're just, you know, you're, you're just, you want the world to know about and they should be on all, they, they should be everywhere. Crystal Moon, uh, yes. first of all, is like my, and and it, it listen. It's no disrespect to the rest of my kids. I love you, but like she's my daughter. You know, she's mm-hmm. like our only girl that is that has graduated the school thus far. The next one is like on her way. She's just in college at the moment. Uh, but my God, is she gonna be a dog when mm-hmm. she's ready? Like she she's great. Like she's good, man. Um, but you know. Crystal Moon, uh, you know, that's that's like the the, the apple of my eye. Um, she's incredible. She's uh, she's come so far. Uh, she's at this really great stage in her career where like she has come so far. She's really at a next level and like she's just got levels to go. And that's the beauty part is like there's just she she's ready to rock. She's ready to go with the best of them and will continue to get better. So uh, just watching her makes me very proud and very excited as well, just because, you know, like you can you can you get the students so far and then at some point it's up to them to kind of go and, and challenge themselves to become and set their legacy for themselves. So, you know, that girl's, uh, she's, she's worked her ass off and uh, she's got some big things ahead of her. So I'm very excited to see how that works out. Uh, Brother Earth is another kid of ours that I'm just super, super proud of. Um, if I'm being honest, like I got asked by a, a company uh, about just a, like, who's one of the best young local high flyers in your area. And I was like, well, I'm going to say brother earth first, yeah. just because he's my mm-hmm. boy. And then I was he's... trying to think of somebody that was around, like, that was like, and I, and I couldn't, and, and I'm not trying to, again, it's not to put anybody down, but I just, I couldn't think of anybody that's better than he is at the moment. He is on a, he's on a different level right now, but like, he's, not like a, like he's the man, but like, he's just, he's operating at a different level for him. And like, he's operating on a level where like, he can go with the dudes, you know, like, that's why, you know, on the October 1st show for the seven year anniversary, like he's in there with Tyler Thomas, who's by far the best wrestler that Canada has like never heard of. And, uh, and Kevin Blackwood, who's Mm -hmm. one of the best wrestlers that everybody's heard of. You know, like this is going to be a, a test for, for brother earth and, you know, win, lose or draw, like he is going to learn a thing or two about a thing or two. And he's going to have an, an incredibly good, like big stage to do it. Um, and when I say big stage, it's still the same room with a hundred people. But I mean, like if we're ever going to have eyeballs on a, on a show, like that's going to be the one. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see him step up and just to see how he handles that situation, just because that's the biggest match of his career. Um, we got other kids like Mikey Jenkins, for example, who's, you know, he's still starting out. He's still very, very green, very fresh. Uh, but, you know, I challenged him at the season finale and I just wanted to see what he was made of. And like, I made up. sure that that, yeah, he could go, man. Like he could go. Like I, I'm, I put him through 18 minutes of, pure hell and uh and he stuck with it and he got the win you know so 
that's that's a big thing for him. Um, we got Nilo Reyes, who's another kid that I'm unbelievably proud of. Like we spoke about him earlier. Like this kid just he just connects with this other fan base in a manner that like I could never possibly dream of. You know, um, we've got some other we've got some other things coming up that uh that people are going to know about here shortly you know and uh i'm i'm excited for people to see what we've what we've got in the oven so to speak is is boris one of your students boris is not one of our students no? boris uh trains okay. at battle arts actually okay i just saw him on friday for the first time and i was like hmm, where'd you come from but uh yeah, he's he's an interesting cat isn't he very yes um but i i love i i love this shout out to both crystal brother like uh, crystal and brother earth off the like off the top are two people that i've really uh kind of hit it off with uh is, since i've been coming to crossbody so mm -hmm. like and you're talking about like the high flying for brother earth and like i was sitting i'm I, it's so hard not to just call him by his shoot name <laughs> but like, it is <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but like I was sitting and watching him warm up uh, at, at because he's finale. such uh, his shoot name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but um, I, like I was sitting, I was sitting and watching him warm up, and like he was just like doing just rope walking spots around the ring, and I was just yeah. like, well, no fucking way." Mm. Yeah, wait. he just. I was like, "Can't wait to see his match tonight." <laughs> yeah. And His mind is operating on a weird level right now. And it's, it's and it's uh it's it's I'm enjoying seeing his creativity and what yeah. he's doing with it. Absolutely. He very uh a lot, ingenuity is the word that uh, I think of mm -hmm. when I'm every time I watch him. Anytime he's near if he if he's going to the corner, he's not hitting the corner like anyone else hits the corner. Dude he's, got a carrot over. Yes, he got yes, also he got vegetables, like he this man got vegetables over with the Big youth, deal. yeah, with, with children. Big deal. Big deal. There, there yeah. were there were kids trying to eat vegetables at mm. the show on yes. Friday. Every like literally parent... went up to him in his match and were asking for the vegetables, so then that way they could eat them. It was wow. yeah, yeah, wild. Every wild. Par every parent's favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yeah, you mentioned yeah, so you. Uh, Sorry, at least she's in here to say uh, Crossbody Pro Wrestling appointment viewing for me. Have to see it live every week. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Leashy. Love okay. Leashy. Um, so you, you uh, I'm just going to kind of pull the Band-Aid off real quick because uh, we're getting short on time here. But you did kind of mention yeah, sure. Mikey Jenkins through about 18 minutes of hell. Um, yeah. Re re having felt 0.5 seconds of that hell. Uh, mm -hmm. Very, very much. Mm -hmm. Very, very much more endeared. To Mikey Jenkins as a wrestler, because yeah, you only shit. <laughs> you only ate one. I think Mikey ate upwards to about forty or fifty. You, I want to say like you brutalized him. Like it was yeah. Well, that's it, what I do, Mike. That's kind of what like some you know Daniel Bryan. He'll wrestle the hell out of you. You know what I mean? I kick really hard and punch really hard and chop really hard that's that's my thing i, mm -hmm. I you know I, and when you have a thing you got to stick with it true absolutely so uh, i have been kind of teasing this all week but uh you know the fightful main channel did hit a hundred thousand subscribers on mm -hmm. youtube uh by the end of august uh and congratulations by the way yeah it, absolutely incredible feat do it for fightful over book next and maybe yep. i'll take yeah. another one 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you know, my uh, I, my incentive for that was if we do it by the end of August, I would uh, take a chop. So you know, here we are. I don't know. I don't do these, by the way. Like people yeah. have asked me to do. I, I fucking hate doing mm-hmm. these. I for the reason you're gonna see very soon. But like, I don't like doing these. But you know what? I like Mike a lot. Mm-hmm. And this was for a good cause, so I decided to go forward with it. So, this and is my disclaimer for you. Yes. For, uh, yeah. Uh, additional disclaimer: I, I, I'm not in the habit of asking for these. And had there not been something like a hundred thousand subscribers happening, this would have never happened either. True. <laughs> so, and uh, and now that it's happened, it it it, it, it shan't ever happen again. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Mike Indeed here from the Indeed Podcast on Fightful Overcooked. Thank you very much for getting Fightful to 100k YouTube subscribers. Uh, as promised, Big Ben here is going to overhand shot me because that's, that's what you all voted for. So, fuck my life for the people. Yes, for the people. Thank you so much for supporting Fightful and continuing to do so. Yes. You ready? I think so. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, I just want to give you a little bit of a heads up. I need to kind of warm up first. I didn't rest in I got to like go sit in chairs. Yeah, shout out to uh, Travis Moore and his girlfriend looking <laughs> looking on in horror in the background. <laughs> um, I think oh. Travis thought I was about to beat your ass. Like, I honestly, that was like the vibe that I was getting. Like, yeah. I think him and his girlfriend were literally looking like, is Ben about to smash this dude? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, Because no, again, yeah. I don't do these things. Yes. No, so, I, yeah, no context. Uh, a couple people do. Yeah. Uh, Sway was Sway knew to stick around because uh, Sway knew it was coming. Uh, you you could hear Sway's laughter in the background. That was that, that was a good portion of it. Matt Grant as well. Um, you know, decided to beat everyone to it. So uh, yeah, I had some time to kill today. Uh, I like sh- I like supporting my friends too. So you know, support Wishender, some London Ontario deathcore. Uh, I figured with I figured we should get a nice uh, get a nice edit of that too. So. Without further ado, um, headphone warning.
I told Reg I had that one for today. That was incredible. I told Reg I had one for him today. Oh, my God. So perfect for our show, man. That's like. Wow. I, I'm unstoppable. You can't stop me. <laughs> oh, Thank fuck. you. My chair is broken. Holy fuck. Over. That was great. Mm, oh, yeah. thank you for not telling me in advance about that. I, yeah. Oh no, no 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 no! The secret edit is never told. No, Perfect. that's all. The secret edit is always a surprise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I needed that, boys. Yeah, there you go. Good stuff. Perfect. All right, Crossbody Pro Wrestling season two of Uproar. Yeah, debuts tonight. in ten minutes. Ten minutes, ten, baby. The countdown. Ten minutes. The link is in the video description below, so you mm -hmm. don't even have to like search it. You can just go show more. Click the link. You'll be right there, ready to go. Watch the broadcast. And uh, with this final 10 minutes, is there anything else you want to shout out, plug, get off your chest? Anything, Ben. Floor is yours. I just want to thank everybody that helps out with uh, with Uproar, man. Like, there's a lot of uh, unsung heroes there. Like, my, uh, my producer, Ryan, you know, our camera guys, Dylan and Ryan, um, you know, like even even the young guys that like help out with just like, you know, making sure that we got the canvas on correctly and yep. uh, the it, ring skirts on properly. And like, mm -hmm. you know, the the Mikey Jenkinses of the world who stay after the show is done and make sure that once everybody's out of the locker room that like we actually clean the locker room because the locker room is still a part of the church and the church allows us to have that room for the night to to do our thing. So, you know, we, you want to almost keep it, you know, better than when they gave it to us. So, you know, just the those kind of people. I, I like the anybody who's watching that, you know, watches uproar at all, or if you even just support Canadian wrestling at all. I'm not one of those people that says support Canadian wrestling, but what I really mean is support what I do and what I do only. Like I genuinely want everything to succeed. I want everybody to succeed. The more that everybody and everything succeeds the bigger everything becomes and the cooler, more like the more stuff that we can do. It's just, I don't understand uh, like why people uh, on our level hate what we do. There's so many people in wrestling that I'm like just seeing lately that seem to fucking hate wrestling. And I just, I, and I don't get it. Like we have the privilege of being involved in the goddamn greatest business in the world in a business where it doesn't matter if a promoter says that you're this or you're that or you're that. We have the ability to make stars of ourselves just through the ability of having a social media presence if we do this the right way. We've never been in a time where this business is better than it is. You know, and I just it, it I just love and appreciate and and thank all of the the people who don't get those thanks, the people that work behind the scenes and the wrestlers and the people that are doing the hard work to make themselves better and make everybody else better and really doing their part in making Canadian wrestling noticed by not just the world, but by Canada. We need that those eyeballs too still, you know? Um, as you could tell, I'm just very passionate about pro wrestling and I just, I love having, uh, other passionate people in my world. So uh, if you're one of those people, God bless you. And if you're uh, not one of those people, I don't know why you're in the business, man. Go do something else. All right. Well said. Um, and you, you know, again, 
Crossbody Pro Wrestling Uproar Season 2 starts in seven minutes. Watch it as soon as we're done. Uh, follow Ben on Twitter at or X, whatever the fuck you call it. Nobody calls it X. Fuck that. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter. At Big Ben is angry. Follow Crossbody. Uh, sorry, one last thank you. Uh, thank you, you guys, uh, for the ability to give me this stage and platform. Um, I know that we planned this out a long time ago, and I know that you've pretty much kind of given me the open invite and stuff. But uh, if you didn't have this platform built, then we would be talking to nobody. So uh, thank you for putting me in front of uh, your audience and whatnot. And uh, thank you for the hard work that you guys do, you know, making wrestling as uh as seen as possible so uh mm. you guys don't get enough uh respect and not just you two in general but like people that you know have shows like you guys and you know who who do the work to talk about the the stupid bullshit that we do yeah. so god bless you guys man no uh, thank you thank you ben mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. body for wrestling at cbpw academy uh all the link yeah youtube link in the description below uh, I want to thank you, Ben, for coming and joining us. You thanked us. No, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, personal thank you to you as well, because uh, people don't know this. Ben's kind of like my uh, motivator and uh, not, I wouldn't say trainer, but he's definitely like been giving me the fitness advice that has kept me on the right track and going mm-hmm. every day. So, uh, yeah. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And uh, Mike is thankfully uh, giving the water a try. So, mm-hmm. Uh, bless your hard work. And, uh, and I respect that a lot, my friend, because again, it, uh, it takes, uh, any, anybody can say they're going to do anything that they want. And, uh, for some reason, everybody likes to talk about the things that they're going to do and, uh, never just do the damn thing. Uh, and you're doing the damn thing. So respect to you and, and keep up that hard work because you're going to see bigger and better results. The more that you stick with this and the more that you stick with this, you're going to notice you're going to feel better. And the better you feel, the more you're going to want to tighten things up. You're going to notice that you're going to want to tighten your diet up because you're just going to want to see if you can feel better than you do. And then you're going to want to do more cardio because you just want to see if you can go. And that my friend is what fitness is all about. It's a fucking personal challenge that only leads you to your best fucking results. And that's why I respect you for doing it. Ah, you're amazing, Ben. Thank you. Reg, where can everyone you, find you at? Uh, at Righteous Reg on all your socials. Every Saturday, I'm on with Philip Lindsay, Grab City Podcast. I'll be on later tonight with Denise on the Ring of Honor, no, on the AEW Dynamite post show. Tomorrow, I'm on with Kate for the Ring of Honor post show. And tomorrow's Ask Grab City. Uh, there's also everything everywhere. I'm always someplace. I'm very tired. Still, very excited to be here, though. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going side. to follow you right now, Reg. Yes. Also, also side note, uh, go to Premier Streaming Network, order the day yes. three package, and watch Trapsity Live. That shit was amazing. I'm so Thank happy you. for you. Congratulations, my friend. I've Thank sat you. here smiling from ear to ear watching that. Mm-hmm. Damn, Reg, you got a lot of followers. Shit. <laughs> 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 Again, thank you for having me on your show. Too many, too many, Ben. Honestly, too many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Myself, you can follow me at Mike is India on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, every week here with Reg talking independent wrestling. Next week, we'll be joined by the Death Fighter himself, Akira. And uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, who knows how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. We'll have, but we'll see you there. Thank you again for spending some time with us. Support independent wrestling, buy merch, buy shirts, go to shows, and uh, go watch Crossbody. See you in the chat. Yes, bye. <laughs>